So I met these two guys at work who fancied themselves a bit and they decided that they'd set up the Bourbon Gents. Um, so I actually told them that I listened to literally every single episode that they'd ever done. Um, the truth is I probably actually only listened to a couple which were kind of okay. Anyway, I got this email uh, the other day just asking if I'd say a few words for this anniversary podcast about some of my favourite bits of the podcast. And I was thinking, do they actually mean my least worst parts of the podcast? So I guess thinking about that, it's probably all the bits that have nothing to do with, with bourbon, or bourbon as I like to call it. So I'd just like to end by saying that I am literally underwhelmed at the prospect of any future podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Bourbon Gents podcast, a podcast about bourbon and whatever else we decide to talk about. I'm your host Mr Pye and with me as always is Mav. Hello and welcome back to the first podcast in how many years? Uh, it's just over three years, would you believe? I, I would believe it. I would. It's been three glorious years of not having to edit this podcast. Well, we we did do the uh, we did a couple of Bourbon of the Year podcasts, little special ones, two thousand eighteen, two thousand nineteen. Well, you've got to you've got to keep those listeners sweet. <laughs> well, we don't have too many to keep sweet, though, do we? That's no, you've just got to keep those seven people sweet. But but, wh- but why are we doing this podcast, though, Mav? Well, this particular one. This particular one is a one-off special um, for those people that have stuck with us for five years. Yeah, so we're trying to to do a bit of a celebration of the of the website, actually, aren't we? So it's a five-year anniversary since the website was launched. Yeah, and in typical Bourbon Gents fashion, it's five years and one month <laughs> since the website launched because we were late recording this podcast. Well, nobody would know that, would they? We don't have to tell them that. I feel like we've got to be honest. We've got to be <laughs> honest with the BGs. <laughs> and I guess five years is quite apt for Bourbon Gents. Is it? And why is that? Because five years in the old uh, wedding anniversary thing, not that we're married or anything, obviously, is wood. So what have you got me for this five-year anniversary? I'm very, very eager to see. Uh, <laughs> um, I haven't bought anything yet. Oh, that's that's disappointing, isn't it? Have you got me anything? Yes, look, hold on. I'm just getting this out of the cupboard. <laughs> yeah, nothing. No, no, I just made that up. So we have five years of the website. We have five years of um, memories, five years of starting this thing, five years of stats. Five years of stats, yeah. Highlights, lowlights, and things we'd rather forget about, I think. Well, yeah, many, many things we'd probably forget about. But um, in terms of all of those stats that have added up over five years, and I believe um, in um, stato tradition that you uh, that you like to maintain, there's some form of, of quiz? Well, I, I, I've created a little bit of a quiz, uh, more for my enjoyment, really, rather, rather than anyone else's, because... This, this podcast <laughs> has never been for anybody else's enjoyment, has it? It's always... <laughs> It's always been ours. Well, uh, we may just prove that wrong with with what what we've got planned coming up in the podcast. Oh yes, maybe maybe because <laughs> we, we have reached out to a few of our uh, fans and, and and asked them to make commentary, haven't we? Yeah, and they've all come back with, as you will have heard at the start of this podcast, with really gushing tributes. Yes. to the Bourbon Gents. Yeah, these these tributes are going to be a surprise to us as well aren't they because yep. we you know we haven't heard them so we're, hopefully they're going to just 
say how great we are. Yeah. So whatever you heard at the start of this podcast, hopefully, hopefully it was good. Yeah. So um, yeah, when I said more for my amusement or for, more for me, it's because um, these questions are around the Bourbon Gents, and I know really that Mav, you don't really have a clue about Bourbon Gents stats or anything, do you? No. So I'm I'm more like I'm more like the face um, and the voice <laughs> of the the website and podcast, and you are the the statistician and the person who does almost everything behind the scenes. Okay, right. So um, first, well, simple question, first of all. How many podcasts have we done in total? Okay, all right. This is not this is not too difficult, I think. I think we ended on maybe podcast 13 or 14, and then we've done a few after that. So have we done 15 podcasts? Absolutely clueless. What? Oh, we've done... <laughs> <laughs> we can't have done more than 15 podcasts. In total, we've done 34. <laughs> okay, that's somewhat, that's somewhat off. What what number did we end on? 28. We did 28 podcasts before we, we stopped. We did, yeah. Wow, okay. And we've had th- um, three Bourbon of the Year lives. We've had an archive episode. Okay, I feel I see what's happened there. I've, <laughs> I've blocked those out of my memory because I had to edit every single one of those podcasts we did a mailbag right which was a great idea which we only ever did one <laughs> it was answering, <laughs> answering all the bg's questions and uh, things that they wanted to post into us we did a world cup draw live for 2018 uh, the famous us rustling bits of paper <laughs> for an hour yes yeah so okay so you're a bus ride away from those then okay um so talking the bourbon of the years We've done five of those in total. Okay. So what's the most popular entry ever in the Bourbon of the Years in five years? So you've got 50 in total, but some repeat, of course. Okay. So which which Bourbon has appeared the most times? Correct. Okay. Then this one I think I know. Okay. Surely it's my favourite Noah's Mill. It's not, is it? (laughs) Was was Noah's Mill even in the top three? Noah's Mill has appeared three times. Okay, and how how many times has this top one appeared? Four. Okay, all right. So so it was only it was only one out. Um, Four roses, single barrel. (laughs) No. Um, (laughs) Shall I give you a clue? Yes, I think you are going to have to. It's the only bourbon to have scored. 10 on the website oh oh right okay so it's george t stag 2016 correct now this is what threw me because um noah's mill was on from the start and stag wasn't um yeah we've done five years though yeah yeah so noah's mill dropped off. so noah's mill was yeah. dropped off yeah. okay yeah okay Fair enough. Okay. All right. This this is a good quiz. This is a good quiz. I think we've lost half of those seven <laughs> listeners already. Can you, can you lose half of seven? Yes, we've got 3.5 <laughs> listeners left. Maths is not your strong suit, is it? Okay. Um, well, this this next one's a killer. Go for it. <laughs> Come on, bring those bring those three and a half back. How many how many reviews have we done in total on the website? Oh God. Okay. Um, Reviews, this is pure reviews, not articles, not anything else, just reviews, right? Yeah, just reviews, but it does include uh, reviews of the month. Ah, oh, that's, that's not fair. <laughs> if anybody doesn't know, our reviews of the month are basically when we can't think of any content. We just post an old review 
<laughs> and add a bit of flavour text at the beginning. Um, that's going to add quite a lot to it then. So we've been going for five years. Come on, stop stalling. I think we average five to ten reviews a year. So I'm going to put it at, let's say we did 50 reviews, then we've done some update reviews. We've probably done 12 of those, so I'm going to go, I don't know, 65. <laughs> you really? I'm bad at this, aren't I? <laughs> You, you're underselling the amount of work I put into this website. <laughs> We've done more than 65. We have done 100, exactly. Why, why, why shouldn't I? I should just double. I should just double every answer that I come up with. We've done 100 reviews. We've done 74 um, unique ones and 26 reviews of the month. Yeah. Blimey. I feel like we should get paid for this. <laughs> okay. I mean, we do have a, a couple of, a couple of uh, guest reviews in there, of course. Ah, yes, uh, of course, yeah, we do. Good friend Aidan and uh, Melodrama did one as well. Okay, yeah. All right, so if we take those two off, I was close. Take Well, Aidan did four, actually, so it's five. Oh, I was even five, closer yeah. then. Okay. Even closer, yeah. Okay, all right. Okay, so talking of uh, reviews, which we are, uh, have you any idea, can you name the most read reviews on the website? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, the, so the number one review as in terms of hits on the website i mean we are talking tens of hits here okay are we? okay so i think we are talking thousands let's let's just let's just blow our own trumpet a little bit is it four roses related um number four. Oh, okay okay yeah. okay so that wasn't too far off no is it jim beam related uh no okay hmm I'm struggling now then. Blanton's Gold? Blanton Single Barrel is number three. Okay. Yeah. I'm doing these, obviously, starting from four going forwards. I'm hitting them all. Um, I think, yeah, I wouldn't expect you to actually... Number one is just he's, he's quite random. Oh, it actually. is? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go left field then. Um, Old Forester? No. Nope. E.H. Taylor? No, nope, nowhere near. Is it a, a top-end bourbon or a lower-end bourbon? Um, I would say... Um, lower end. Um, hmm. I'm looking at the shelf. Yeah. To draw some inspiration. Okay, I'm gonna go with Elijah Craig. Eighteen. We could be here a long time, couldn't we? <laughs> okay. All right. Give me some sort of clue then. Limit it down to a, a distillery or something. Um. We made a podcast title about this, I think. That helps. That does not help. I didn't even remember half the podcasts we've recorded. From the Willett Distillery? Well, it's... I think. It's not going to be Rowan's Creek, surely. It is Rowan's Creek! Rowan's Creek is our most read review. It is. Wow. Yeah. Who's searching Rowan's Creek? I have no idea, but... Maybe we need to do a uh, review of the month for that. Do you think that Rowan's Creek is maybe a really popular road in somewhere in America and by accident it's bringing up our review? Possibly. But yeah, of all the, of all the reviews we've done, that is by far the number one. Whose review was it? That is a good question. And without referring to my... So you don't know? It's pr- probably <laughs> mine. I gave you a 50-50 question you didn't get it <laughs> Okay, okay. We can um, look that up. We can look that post. Um... Yeah, and just to fill in the blanks, number five is Mictors. 
US number one, the normal mixers. And number two is possibly, I would say, the most hated bourbon out there. Oh, um, Four Roses Yellow Label. No, 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 oh. no. That's our most hated bourbon that, Yeah, out that's there. ours, yeah. Uh, oh, it's gonna, is it going to be some really popular bourbon that people have just turned against? No, nobody likes it. Nobody likes it? Nobody likes it. I think you do, though. I think you have a soft spot for it. Wow. Um, I'm stumped. You're going to have to just tell me. It's made in New York. Uh, is it one of the Hudson's? Yeah. The Hudson, the Hudson, Hudson Bay- Baby Bourbon. Correct, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't like it to start with, but no. then it's kind of grown on me. Yeah, so and it's number two. Do you know when it grew on me is when I did the blind tastings um and i had no idea what it was mm. tried it really liked it then found out it was a bourbon that i thought i hated but the 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 actual hate on the website about that bourbon is incredible I and mean, all we get on the website is hate <laughs> i don't mean about our review our review is very popular and i i can't i can't remember off the top of my head what the score i don't think we, we scored it particularly highly originally i think it was I think we only gave it five. Yeah, five I, each or something. I remember not liking it at all, but it no. has grown. It has grown on me. Um, and in fact, I was in a, a bar the other night, and I had the um, Hudson Rye. Oh, oh, right, the Manhattan Rye, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and quite liked, quite like that as well. Yeah. So I think I'm coming around to the to their offerings. To be honest, okay. yeah. Um, and I think that's enough quiz. I think for you. I think you I think that's yeah, more than enough, enough quiz. Than enough. I think it's more than enough quiz for everybody. So <laughs> look at that. We've been away for three years. <laughs> And that's how we come back with a bang. <laughs> a very underwhelming quiz. <laughs> well, I, I quite enjoy putting it together, actually. <laughs> yes, I, I can imagine that, that you did. So um, so I guess if we're looking at like looking back, so I guess this is a, a reminiscing podcast to celebrate those five years. Have you got any particular highlights of those five years um, on the website? Oh, so, on the website? Oh, uh... Well, it's the website that's five years old, isn't it? So, did we launch a, a podcast day and date as well? I can't remember if we did. Did we what? Launch a... Podcast at the same time as the website? No, shortly after. I okay. can't remember what the date was. Why? do you want to do another... Do you want to do a celebratory podcast for that launch? For the celebratory podcast for the podcast. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, in terms of highlights then, I think... Um, I guess one of mine is definitely um, your original articles uh, about, oh, right. okay. about the supermarkets. Yeah, that's proved to be quite popular. Yeah, so the, the, the bourbon hunting in UK supermarkets. Yes, and I think it's proved to be popular because I uh, by to- totally by accident used the word hunting. Yes. And bourbon, bourbon hunting gets a lot of hits in, in, a, in, a, in America because people do that, literally. Yeah, so if anybody wants to find uh, a wild turkey or a maker's mark in Sainsbury's, then, the, then they will successfully have hunted that bourbon down. But I think... Yeah, that, that one for me was a, was a good one, because that's when we used to do real articles. Yes, and we did, um, we, as in me, I did the Bourbon Tales as well. You did? Which I quite enjoyed doing that as well. Did I ever do any articles? Uh, no, <laughs> I don't think so. Have you ever done an article? I don't think you have, have you? I'm, I'm not sure. No, but you are the proud owner of the league tables. That's true, I do the league tables. Yeah pinched that idea didn't we did we steal it from this is my draft i think we did yes. yeah yeah and theirs looked much better didn't it yeah that's because i do mine in excel and they've got a graphic artist in the family or is one of them is married to a graphic I artist think that's right yeah. yeah 
But I think, if memory does serve me right, you came up originally with the idea of the top tens as well. Yes. Easy content to knock out very quickly. (laughs) And everyone loves a top ten. They do love a top ten. And we've done um, best bourbons under 30 quid, best bourbons under 50 quid, and best bourbons under 100 pounds as well. Yeah, and we did recently update the top bourbons under 50 quid because somebody contacted us or somebody mentioned it somewhere that actually couldn't find any of our under 50 quid bourbons for under 50 quid anymore. Correct. But that's because, you know, it doesn't. as soon as you put anything up on the internet, it's, it's aged, isn't it, straight away. But it shows you how much has changed in five years that you used to be able to easily get Blanton's for under 50 quid. Yeah, I know. It does, it does highlight that, doesn't it? Now you'd be lucky to find it in that 80 to 100 yeah. range. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. So, um, so a lot's changed in five years. And then there's the, the bourbon of the year. Yeah, which is always fun. Yes, yes it is. And it's always stag. So <laughs> it's really easy to do. It's, well, it is, it is fun. It is fun for us to do because there's, uh, we make up our own rules. <laughs> we do. <laughs> but it is, it is fun to, to try to um, include the new ones that you've tried. And, and you obviously reminisce about bourbons you've had quite quite a few years ago and you, you kind of just forget about them don't you? you you can't keep on drinking them all the time can you we look at also comparing our bourbons of the year you look at our very first bourbon of the year list oh, no. i mean it just it's... showed you how uh, uneducated we were in terms of bourbon back then well less uneducated than we are today yeah which is and the bourbon collection that we had consisted probably of about nine to ten bourbons we just struggled to make that top ten <laughs> true um and another uh, good one i like to do is well is the wish list as well so and i do keep a record throughout the year of bourbons that um i've read articles on and i've seen and i and i think i'll, I'll consider that in in the, in the wish list yeah and we've also then managed to purchase or try some of those on the wish list oh yeah so, definitely yeah so they, they've not been out of reach yeah but it's just there's so much it's, there's just so much out there isn't there there is and yeah. at some point i've got to stop <laughs> buying the bourbons because we've got enough now to last for quite a while um i don't think we, we probably need to buy any more for the next year or two well yeah, i'm just looking at your collection now and obviously the listeners will not see this but if you didn't buy another bottle of bourbon again I think it it would last me a very very long time. I think you've got at least I don't know. Well, that's just the the shelf for show. Um, True. There's I, th- I think there's over there's over a hundred bourbons. I think if you take into account everything, it's what, a, ten years. Probably at the, probably probably at the rate I drink. Yeah, true. Ten years. But then, what about highlights outside of the website? Just in general, of being a bourbon gent for five years. Um. I think the puppy tasting event, which you missed, which I missed, so not not necessarily a highlight for me. <laughs> well, I remember, I remember that was 2017, which was definitely a definitely a highlight for me, and definitely a highlight um, of of actually being the well having the opportunity of tasting the puppy van Winkle range in Nottingham, Nottingham, England, and I thought that was. A, Great. Yeah, and also with it being 2017, we hadn't ever, we hadn't at that point acquired any Pappy no. or, or had no. it before. So it was one of those we thought it might be a one-off, Yeah, which I missed. Well, we did manage to um, bring back a few samples. That's true. You just smuggled me out a 15 and a 23. 23, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 so that, that was that was pretty good. Um, I think my 
one of my highlights would be the Drama Day charity event. Right. Um, I can't remember where we went. York. York. And you got so drunk. You've said this before. I know, but you got <laughs> so drunk. I was worried that you were not going to make it back to the hotel. And um, then we sat in the hotel trying to sober you up with some pizza. And it's the most sad. It's the most sad thing I've ever seen. I don't. I don't really remember much of it. No, that was because the the bourbon was essentially free. So they, I think he'd put out a selection of bourbon and just said, you know, put in some donations Correct. and then help yourself. Yeah. So we did. I think it was the Rock Hill Farms. It was. Yeah. It was a single barrel Rock yeah. Hill Farms that did you. But you know, I I, I just did it for charity. <laughs> yeah, just helping out. That was all. But didn't you also steal something from that event? I can't remember what it was. Oh, I don't think so. Yeah, because I was worried that on the way home, because you had it in your pocket, and you were kept banging against walls that it was going to shatter in your pocket. What? I think it was. So, do you remember we gave away the um, infinity bottle? Yeah. I think it was what we used for the infinity infinity bottle. So, what was the bottle? It was this really really nice. Um, they had water bottles on the table. Oh, right. So it wasn't... You're not accusing me of stealing something from the charity... No, table. God, no. No, 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 no. I think you, you took a really nice fancy bottle of water from the table. Right. Um, okay. Which we later used as the infinity bottle, which we did a prize giveaway. Um, and that infinity bottle had some really good bourbons in it. Well, yeah, and you put a lot of effort into that infinity bottle, as in the labelling and everything... And it was given away, and I can't even remember who who we gave it away to. It was in a drawer, wasn't it? Was it? A, it was yeah. in a prize drawer, and then they never contacted us or said thank you ever, <laughs> ever. again. <laughs> Here you go. Here's a bottle of bourbon that possibly, if you toast it up, um, costs into the hundreds, and nothing. <laughs> well, it would have been nice for them just take a photograph of receiving it at their house. And it was in the UK, wasn't it? It was, yeah. We had to limit it to the UK. But yeah, but yeah that was that was an interesting one. And But you're still doing the Infinity Bottles, aren't you? I am, or, yeah. Or Decanters. I am, and the, the latest one has 43 bourbons in it. Okay. But it doesn't taste very good. So, okay. So I feel I've, I've gone wrong somewhere. Yeah, well, I've, I've, I've had one for a similar-ish length of time in a... In a nice decanter. I think I've got about 35, 36 in there. But my, from memory, because I've not tasted it for about a year, it tastes tastes really nice. Okay. Well, if you ever invite me round to your new house, (laughs) Mr. Pie, I I will try it. Well, yes, I've been busy moving during these last, uh, what is it, three years. Yeah. I've moved a few times. And and how long have you been in this latest house for now? Um, Three months. Okay. And no, no invite yet for... For me, <laughs> you don't. It's an open, open door, ah, open okay. door policy. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll see how that works out. But um, I think is that. Have we got any other highlights? Is that it? That can't be. <laughs> that can't be five years worth of highlights, can it? You stole. You stole a bottle, <laughs> and I gave away some bourbon. Um, we've been on other podcasts. Oh, we were on. This is my dram. We were. Yes. Yeah. That was. That was. That was a good podcast. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, do they still do their podcast? I don't think so. Oh, that's that's sad. I've not, I've not seen any of their recent work. Okay. I am subscribed to them. Sure, I am. So I've not seen anything recently. But we know what a drain it is 
on doing a podcast, don't we? We do, which is why we haven't done one for three years. <laughs> and listening, if anyone's listening to this, you can can probably tell why. I think I feel at one point we got into a rhythm with these things, um, and it's very clear that we've very much got out of that rhythm at the moment. Yeah, but um, there are favourite podcasts that we've done. We did the the last ever podcast, you know, we did. Yes, which was raw. There was no preparation for it whatsoever. That was really good. That was probably one of our best. It was. I don't think we talked about bourbon once. <laughs> I think we talked about James Bond a lot. <laughs> we did. Which is quite apt because the new James Bond was released yesterday. Look at you. If, you're... if that was a segue, that'd be great. This is going nowhere, though, isn't it? <laughs> what are you following that up with? <laughs> Have you seen it? Only because I wanted to go and see it. No, I've not seen it. It has, got, it has apparently got good reviews. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, what about all the free whiskey we've had? Oh, well, that's been a bonus, hasn't it? What, how many distilleries can you count <laughs> that have given us free bourbon? That have given us free whiskey. Come on. One. <laughs> now, we do get offered... We No, seriously, uh, we do yeah. get offered um, free whiskey quite a lot. But as soon as they find out we're in the UK, they very quickly pull that offer. They do, and they never contact us ever. <laughs> exactly, yes. <laughs> but we do get offered quite a lot, but only only one has ever sent us a bottle, right? Yeah, and that was the good people at Sagamore. They sent us a rye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Didn't even get a bourbon. Um, but it was good. I remember it being quite it nice. It was good, yes. And we wrote a, a, a good review, and that was an honest honest review not just because they gave us a bottle of whiskey yeah and i feel like that's um still our ethos which is what we decided to found this thing on which is nothing pretentious just honest no and I, and I and i do think that people have said that on comments on the website and by emailing us that they do appreciate that we don't suck up to distilleries I think some podcasts out there, without naming names, definitely do, who never have a bad word to say about any whiskey they've ever had. Yeah. I wonder if that would change, though, if we were sent whiskey on a regular basis. Possibly, yes. <laughs> would we Would we let our reputation be ruined for free whiskey? <laughs> Maybe. Possibly. Maybe. But as we never have to cross that line, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. No. Um, but if there is any distilleries out there listening to this, then please feel free to contact us. Yeah, immediate 8 out of 10. Straight away. <laughs> 8 or 9. 8 or 9 out of 10. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay. So in terms of then, um, I think we've, we've touched on him before. Aidan wrote some guest reviews for us. He did. Uh, he's also very kindly sent us uh, a kind of congratulatory five-year note. Well, well yeah, him. I think he's just going gonna, gonna to be a bit, a bit wowed, isn't he? I feel he'll be a bit... A bit starstruck. A bit emotional, I think. He'll be a bit emotional because he's he's a long-time supporter of the podcast. He's oh. written... Of, of the, the website, even. He's written for the website. He has, yeah. Um, so I imagine this will be quite a, a long and emotional note from Aidan. Okay, shall we, shall we have a listen? Yep, I'm going to hit play. Here we go. So I've been told I've got to say something positive about the Bourbon Gents podcast. Um, that's not crap. The World Cup's a bit rubbish. They have some decent jingles, but I don't think they wrote those themselves. Yeah, I probably should have thought this through. Okay, that was that was Aiden's. Um... Okay, that, that wasn't 
quite what I expected. There's less emotion, less emotion than I thought there'd be. He's holding it in well, isn't he? I feel like it's got to be. He's got to be just, you know, um, yeah, just holding it in. He's afraid. He's afraid to let his real emotion out. Uh, But thank you. Thank you, Aidan, for that that lovely comment. (laughs) Yes, thank you, Aidan. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, mate. Okay, now, now we do have a treat. Right, now for anybody that's stuck around for half an hour of whatever that was, we have a small treat now in the fact that we're going to do a live review. We are going to do a live review. And it's not just a live review of any old bourbon out there. It's not. We did put out a little um, Twitter vote on the best, well, on what we should review for the five-year anniversary. So we asked for people to vote. It was either going to be Yellowstone number three char. Which I quite like. Which you quite like. 1792 Foolproof, which I quite like. Uh, Angel's Envy. Which I think we both quite like, but we haven't had in a while. Um, I've I've had some recently, yeah. Oh, you had but, a bottle? Yeah, I have got yes. a bottle. And George T. Stagg, 2019. I don't think it would be a surprise as to which one won. Um, no. It was... Drum roll. George T. Stagg. Which had nearly half the votes. Yeah, of course, of course. So, um, this is George T. Stagg 2019. It is 2019, that's right, yes. Which hasn't had the best reviews around, has it? No, not from my extensive research of Googling on the way here tonight. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, it it did get quite a bit of a hit, or a battering really, on the internet when it first came out. Probably because of its untypical low proof. Yeah, so this this one's around 58%. Yeah, 116.9% proof. Uh, 15 years and three months old. And it was pulled from the warehouse C, H, K and Q, but from the lower floors of the warehouse. So I think that's that can explain why the proof is not as high. Um, but it really did get a bit of a hit in when I look look back at all the reviews. But were the reviews hitting on it because of the low percentage or was, was there more to it? I think they're linked. Right. I think because Stag, I mean, the 2016, if I think you said earlier... It's 72%. 70, is it 70.2? Oh, well, I've got it on yeah. the shelf. So one but it's very high. It was the highest, wasn't it? It's 72%. 72%, wow. 72.05%. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. So that means that we are now owners of the highest proof stag released and the lowest proof stag release. Um, Unless, I don't know, the ABVs are 2020. I can't imagine being less than 58%. That's already getting quite low. No. But if if, if you cast your mind back about high proof bourbons... Is I I think there's a bit of my, my dick's bigger than your dick, as in enjoying them. A bit I of think a, I think so. Yeah, you, they like people like to pretend that the higher the proof, the, the I, better it is. I definitely I definitely think that, and maybe I'm led towards that because I'm not always a massive fan. But I was I was pretty impressed with the George T. Stag 2016. Yeah, so the 2016 has been our bourbon of the year three times. Yeah, and it's been like you said earlier, it's been in the um, top ten bourbons of the year more than anything else yeah so this has a lot to to live up to yeah it certainly does so um shall we go for it then yep let's do it so 
This is George T. Stagg, 2019, and on the nose. Not as strong as you would expect it to be for something that's nearly 60%. True. Is it even worth us calling out that there's a lot of oak on this? There's a lot of oak on this. There's, I can definitely get some cherry on there, maybe black cherry. Yeah, and some, for me it's nuts, maybe almond, leather. Not much much else coming out there, though. It, it, to me, seems like a very solid bourbon doing what a bourbon should do, and nothing else. Hmm. So not... I don't know if I said this. It's not overly complex, is it, on the nose? I'd agree. I think it's, like I say, it's solid. It's, yeah, it, it's hitting the notes that you'd expect from a bourbon. But it's it's not giving you anything, anything different. No, um... But I guess what what are we comparing it with? Two thousand and sixteen is the only one we've had before, isn't it? Have you had any Josh Stag anywhere anywhere else? No, nope, no, I no. haven't. So I think I used to have the. Oh no, this is not true. There didn't there used to be one at the um, the bourbon bar that we used to go to? But I have no idea what year that was. Um, I I don't I can't I can't recall trying one there. That's the first place we ever tried it. Oh, we did, do. Oh, yes. right, okay. Yes. Okay. That's what convinced. Maybe us. I was thinking of a bottle to take home with me. It's what convinced <laughs> us that it was good. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think it's just a. If someone passed me this in a bar and said, "What do you think on, on the nose?" On the nose. On the nose. I'd be quite happy with this bourbon. But, n- but not wowed. Mm, no, not wowed. But I'd be expecting that this would then follow up with quite a nice palette from what I'm getting from the nose. Okay. Okay, well, let's have a taste. Okay. Well, a lot more oak. And quite a bit of cigar smoke there, I think. Yeah, 100%. 100% smoky. I can get that cherry as well, but I seem to get cherry on this. Again, I think it's following through from how I find the nose. It's a solid... Yeah. Bourbon, but doing very little else. Let's have another sip. Hmm. I said it's quite a bit of spice on the the aftertaste. Would you say that's a, a little bitter? I would say, I would say <laughs> it's a little bitter for okay. me. Um, I'm not getting what I get with the 2016, which is those caramel, chocolatey tastes. I'm not getting any of that. This is more straightforward oak a bit of smoke in the background and then a kind of long but spicy finish so why do you think that is because of the lower abv i mean it's still 15 plus years old isn't it i'm not sure but this is not blowing me away like the the 2016 version have has sorry so if if you were given this in a bar not knowing what bottle it came out of it would be okay yeah, I'd ask for another. Yeah. I'd, I'd quite happily sit and drink this, but I wouldn't be going home and telling anybody about it. And thinking about paying a few hundred quid for a bottle. Correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't think well, I suppose it'd be worth its entry price of ninety nine dollars if you could ever find it anywhere for that. Yeah. Um but I can't remember how much I paid for this, but it wasn't massively over the odds because I entered a Masters of Malt raffle to buy this so it wasn't extortionate but it's still a few hundred pounds it wasn't cost price was it no but it, i think it was maybe 
three hundred pounds, maybe. Was it? I'd have okay. to I'd have to look, but probably not worth three hundred pounds. I know, Con- controversial if I could say it. <laughs> um, okay, so I think in summary we could say, I think it's fair to say we're a little underwhelmed. I would say whelmed. Okay. Yeah, I, I, it's a good bourbon. It's fairly solid. It's doing everything for me that a bourbon should. I just expect more because it's it's stack. Do you ever use that word whelmed in any other way? Are you ever overwhelmed? You are overwhelmed, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're underwhelmed but, and you're overwhelmed. But you're not whelmed. But you're never just whelmed, are you? Apart from just now. Apart from just now when I was whelmed by this, <laughs> by this very average bourbon. Okay. Average bourbon. What a way to mark the five-year, <laughs> the five-year anniversary. An average podcast then, with, with a, a very average bourbon, but not a very average price associated with it. Correct. Um, okay, so I think, yeah, I think expectations can be set a bit too high with um, the the BTAC releases, and so far, when I've had Eagle Rare Seventeen or when we've had the the Stag previously, it's maintained that for me. Yeah. This one is probably the first of the, the BTAC collection I've had that hasn't hit those heights. Mm. If this was 15 years in the making, I think it's a bit disappointing. Oh dear. I know. I know. Scathing. Okay. So, I think... I don't think Buffalo Trace are going to send us a free bottle. Well, that's what I was going to say. Buffalo Trace are off the list now. Even if they offered it. Well, if they offered it, then um, this is a 9 out of 10 <laughs> bourbon and you should buy immediately. <laughs> But no, so we haven't scored it. We have not scored it yet. Let me think about this. This is what we do. We think about it and then we then we blurt it out. Yes. I already, so we're not led. I already, way. I already know mine. I know mine as well. Okay. So, after three. You ready? Three? Is that all? <laughs> no, that, that would really get some traffic to the site. Okay. After three. One, two, three, Eight. six. <gasps> wow! Really, only six. Well, the the way I'm going with this is, our score is is out of ten. A five is average. This is above average, but but not much else for me. I think that's a bit harsh. You do? Well, it's been recorded now. That's a combined score of fourteen. I'm not sure even if that even if that would get onto league league one. I think, well, we need to record one where we go one, two, three, and we both say nine, just in case they do send us a free uh, bottle. But is that too harsh? Well, it's it's your opinion. Six, though. We'd have to, I'd have to look back at some other bourbons on the website that we've scored a six and see if that is a, a, a genuine comparison or not. But this is not, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking. I'm sticking with six. It's not blowing me away. So you you gave a 10 for the 16. I did. And I would continue. Every time I think that that's overblown and not worth oh, it, yeah. and we try it, yeah. we are very much reminded of how good it is. Okay. So there we go. Okay. <laughs> I should have given it a five to mark our five-year <laughs> five anniversary. True. So, okay. Okay. So, so Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. And, and it does show that, I guess, we keep our reviews honest. Well, yeah. Six is very honest. <laughs> yes. And I'm sure we'll get some flack for that somewhere. Well, not not if you if I if you look back on the on when it first came out, I think the reviews were a bit 
May, shall we say. Uh, and I can totally understand why. Yeah. I mean, especially if you've gone out there and paid three, four, five hundred pounds. Yeah. So, so it's a whelmed. Whelmed. It, it's a whelmed. Yeah. It's if, a whelmed. If we used to give the podcast titles, didn't we? We did. Well, this is definitely the whelmed. The whelmed. The whelmed podcast. Okay. okay. Now, these are my favourite bits of um, of our five-year kind of history when we used to do the podcast and things back in the day yeah we would have the occasional segment where we would compare bourbons you mean when we um, actually prepared the podcast when we used to prepare things okay we used to do a battle of the bourbons and the best bit about the battle of the bourbons is when it was kind of comparing the cork pops well i think yeah i think that was what everyone really wanted to know, didn't they? The cork pops. 90% of our feedback used to be, are you going to do more Battle of the Bourbon cork pops? Yeah, and and I do need to stand up for the bourbon gents here because I know there is a podcast in America which has pinched the idea. You're kidding me? No, I've, told, I've, I've not told you this. Possibly. They, probably... they, they, they do this, but we did it way before those guys. I was so outraged, I've obviously blocked it from my mind. So somebody has stolen our idea. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable, but nobody does it as good as us. <laughs> so, to mark this five-year anniversary, we're going to do it a bit different. We used to do one bottle versus one bottle. This year, <laughs> this year, this podcast, we are going to do best out of three. Okay. And we used to do it via roulette uh, wheel, and that used to pick a bourbon for us. Yeah. We're going to take it in turns and select our bourbons to face off against each other. In this cork off. Wow. Yes. This is exciting times. So. And. Oh yeah. If I more. can throw this in. You can. Um, as you know, I'm a bit of a statue and I've kept a record of the scores. Of course. And I'm leading. Okay. But let's just go all out. Whoever wins this wins overall. Okay. Okay. All right. Winner takes all. And this is the end of the Battle of the Bourbons. Well, we will do another podcast in five years time <laughs> from this one. <laughs> Okay, so as as a guest, you get to choose your first bourbon of the three that you're going to choose. Right, okay. Excuse the squeak of the chair. Um, oh, he's gone for the four rows of single barrel. Four rows of single barrel with about three quarters in it. Okay. I think that makes a difference. I was going to say, there was another four roses that has less... No, you're going with that one? Are you sure? You're going to go with the one that's got more in it than the one that's got less in it? I'm kind of playing by the chess rules. I've yeah. touched it. So obviously you've got to take it. So I've got to take it. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Okay, right. Then I'm going to go for... I feel like the bigger the cork stopper, okay. the more noise it's going to make. So I'm going to go with Long Branch because it seems to have a giant... Cork stop in it. Okay. Okay. So that's long branch for me. Four is a single barrel for you. I wonder if this is making tense podcast listening or not, because this is quite a visual thing <laughs> that we're doing at the moment. Okay, I'm just trying to avoid any screw tops, so we'll keep clear of the weather. Oh, that would be a disaster, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going in now for the second one. Okay. What are you going for? I'm going for Old Grandad 114. Okay. Got I mean, it. I mean, 
it weirdly does look like a very tight. That's what I've gone for. Yeah, it, it, it does look quite packed in there. Okay. Okay. My second pick then. I'm going to go over to the left. Oh, hang on a minute. I, I thought it was just this section. Nope. nope. You can go anywhere. I'm going to go for E.H. Taylor single barrel. It's wow. a smaller corked mm, top. So I can't see that doing much. Well, it's the smallest of the, the corks that we've um, picked so far. But I'm going to go with that. So, to recap, for those people still with us. <laughs> so far, Mr. Pie has chosen four rows of single barrel and old granddad 114. I've gone for E.H. Taylor and Long Branch. Okay, Your third and final pick. Final pick. Oh, he's going top shelf. <laughs> I'm tempted. Oh, I'm torn rather, but I'm going to go for Wild Turkey. Oh, the decades. Wild Turkey decades. You so you've basically gone with giant cork uh, stops I for have. each for each pick. I have, and if it doesn't work, <laughs> yeah, you put all I'm your lost. eggs. You put all your eggs in one basket there. Um, okay, then I'm going to go for my final pick. I tell you what, so far we've only gone with real cork. I'm going to go with a rubber You are stopper for this okay. one. Is that allowed? Is that in the rules? I think so, yeah. I think that's acceptable. Then I'm going to go with Ooh. a relatively recent purchase, the Bull Run American Whiskey. Okay. All right. So who's going to be your first contender? Just this is like picking who's going to um, go first in penalties. Do you put your best one up front? I think so. I think you have to you have to get a head start, don't you? Okay. Then I'm going to go with Long Branch for my first one. And so Long Branch is up against. Uh, I thought you'd go with Decades and then it'd be Turkey versus Turkey. But, oh, it could be, yeah. All right, so this is Long Branch versus Old Grandad 114. Okay. I don't know how we're going to decide who wins this. Long Branch goes first. You ready? Oh, that's not bad. That's good, and there was no squeak. Okay. I don't, I don't know. No, I think it was you. Should we go one more time? Okay. Long branch? Yep. <laughs> oh, I feel oh. that I feel that got better on the second attempt. <laughs> yeah, but... How did you even do that? I don't know. Is this is this a draw? <laughs> is this first one a draw? Okay, we'll go one more time. Let's go you're, old granddad one one four first. This you have time. a you have a bit of a liquid shake at the end of yours, don't I, you? Have you noticed? I'm discounting the liquid shake. Okay, okay go. You ready? Yep. It's fairly solid. It's not bad, is there's, it? There's no squeak. Mine's getting worse and <laughs> it's getting better. <laughs> uh, I can't draw. I feel like this first one is a draw. Yeah, I feel like this first one's a draw. Okay. Okay. Well that was brilliant. <laughs> This is podcast gold. <laughs> and also the advantage of having a podcast that you only release every three years and that nobody listens to anyway. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with E.H. Taylor for my second pick. Oh, I think it doesn't matter what I choose. It does have the world's gonna... smallest cork stopper, doesn't it? <laughs> okay, Wild Turkey. Decades. Okay, decades first. It looks like a squeaker. Oh, no squeak. That's not bad, though. Okay. That's a good one. E.H. Taylor. It's deep. There was some bass in that, wasn't what? there? <laughs> there was. What? That was very surprising. 
<laughs> considering how small this this stopper is. Okay. I just expect it to go beep. <laughs> okay. There's not a lot to that. Is it not? No. Do you not think it's got a bit of length to it? <laughs> okay, so that was the decades, and again, this is the Taylor. Oh, I mean that. That's getting worse. It's so deep, though. <laughs> is it like soprano versus? It, it could very well be. I feel like the balls haven't dropped yet on your uh, <laughs> on your bottle. Okay, last last. It's supposed to be one court. We've done three for each. Go on, you, you it's, go. it's hard to tell. Okay, so I'm going to go first this time. This is E.H. Taylor. <laughs> Nailed it. Surely. Oh, he's out of drill. No, I think maybe you just take it then on that one, just. I feel like this is deep, but yours seems to have a bit more to it. Okay. A bit more to it. All right, so... This could end up as a draw. <laughs> I've just realised that, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I we're going with a rubber stopper. I've I've messed this up. You have. I have, haven't I? It's not even a bourbon. And also you've got the greatest, possibly the greatest bourbon of all time. It's not gonna let you down, is it? I hope not. Okay, so this is four roses single barrel. Oh, that was good. I feel like that was good. And this is ball run with a rubber cork. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. oh! there was a lot of splash back on that one, though. <laughs> I feel like we've got to do a second take of that one. Okay. <laughs> this is just two guys. <laughs> on... Is that really splashing? Okay, you ready? You ready? This is ball run again. <laughs> what's cork and what's the splash of the bottle? <laughs> I don't know if that's even allowed. The synthetic Okay. One. Four roses. Oh, that was oh, terrible. That was pathetic. That was awful. What happened there? Okay, I feel like Ballroom's going to sneak this at the end. <laughs> okay, last one. I'll try not to make it go as splashy as it has. That's good. It's good. It is good. Versus? Pathetic. You've lost that. Yeah, yeah. That's 1-1, one, one, man. So it's a draw. Oh, oh, do we have to have a decider? Or is, it too, uh, is this just going on too, far too long? No. I mean, we're only one hour in. We're only one hour into this podcast. All right. I feel like... Have we got any more uh, ones to play over, you know, our fans? Have we got any more of those to come? Uh, yeah. Why? Do you want okay. to Do you want to play one of those before we go to the sudden death decider? We could, we could do. Okay. And, they, uh, and that could really make us feel positive about this. That it's not a complete waste of time. And it's also like one of those things where... There's a cliffhanger and it cuts to an advert and you know they're going to stick around. Definitely, definitely, okay. yeah. So considering that we we opened the show with less than stellar feedback, Aiden didn't exactly follow that up with anything great. So, no. so who have we got next and how can we ensure that they actually give us a nice bit of feedback? Um, well, we've got um, No Nonsense Whiskey. Ah, yeah. okay. So we've got a professional. Yes. Somebody who knows their whiskey and knows their bourbon. Definitely. And um, they've, I think they've given us some sample. He's, he's given us a sample before. Okay, so. Yeah, he's given us whiskey. But I think even though this guy knows his stuff will obviously give us a good kind of review. I think it would be fair. Uh, yeah. I think though we may just need to make sure that he does. Okay. So. I feel like maybe we just kidnap him. Okay, we're still recording, you know. 
Okay. So this is a non-kidnapped um, friend of ours giving us a stellar review. <laughs> oh, what do you want from me? What script? Read, read a script. What script? Bourbon, gents? Who the hell are they? All right, all right, all right. I'll read it. I'll read it. Hi there. I'm uh, Vin from No Nonsense Whiskey, and the Bourbon Gents are the best people on the internet. Can I, can I go home now, please? No, no, please, not the sock, not the sock. See, that See? worked. <laughs> okay. So the, the the way to do it, the way to do it is to force people to give you feedback. Yes, thank you for that. No Nonsense Whiskey. Yeah, much appreciated. Okay. Um, right. We'll have to. You won't be missed. We'll let him out at some point. Okay. Okay. So now we're back to the finale of the cork off the cork off now you've got to choose really carefully here i know i'm a bit worried this is it sudden death i think i will keep large keep large i think that seemed to be the way to go that seemed to be the way to go um i don't i don't i really don't know i'll go Oh, you've gone with the, the Mictus. Mictus. Okay. So that's a medium. That's a medium cork stop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm confident, though. Okay. I'm going to go with Old Faithful. Elijah, Ooh. Elijah Ooh. Craig from the original 12-year-old bottle. The original 12-year-old. Yes. Wow. That's quite a cork. Yeah, it is. And I feel... We've not had a squeaker yet so no. far. I can't remember whether we said squeak added or took away. Is the squeak good or bad? I don't like it. Okay. You <laughs> said that in a really scared way. Okay, here's the Elijah Craig 12. It's sudden death. All or nothing. Oh God, this is tight. <laughs> oh. oh. I don't. I think at least seven of our listeners have just had their eardrums burst with that. Do you want to quit now? That's because you probably haven't opened that in about twelve years, isn't it? Hey, you got to you got to roll with it. Go on then. Make this small batch. Now, come on, don't let me down. Oh, it, it's so loose already. You ready? Go. <laughs> that wasn't even close. That is pathetic. Okay, so let's hear the winner one last time. Wow. Wow. Come on. So if anybody happens to ever be in a competition that decides that the deciding factor is how loud a cork pops when it opens, Elijah Craig 12 is your go to. Unbelievable. That was amazing. Okay. <laughs> Well deserved. So that kind of, I guess, uh, brings us almost, almost to the end of this podcast. Almost. Almost. Now, I know it's been five years since we started doing this and three years since the last time we did this. I'm sure we used to do something at the end of a podcast. Um, what was it? I'm not sure. I, th- I think it had to do something with the number three. Three. Was it to do with favourites? I think it's time for three of our favourite things. 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 
that that's a theme tune. <laughs> that is a theme tune. Yeah, that wasn't our work either. It wasn't, but I feel like I feel like it's it's just kind of associated with us now. I think it? it is, yeah. So it's that time. It's the best bit of the podcast. It's the bit everybody tunes in for. It's the bit that everybody has been missing for the last three years. But we're gonna have a bit of a twist, aren't we? So it's three of our favourite things, and it's been three years since we did the last one. And this time, there's three of us. <laughs> Who is this other person? So, as a special guest star, as always, it's Alexa. Hello, Alexa. Hello, Bourbon Jams. It's good to have you back. It's good to have you back, Alexa. How have you been? I've been living a wonderful podcast-free life, thank you. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a number of years since Alexa appeared on the podcast. It's been at least four years since I turned Alexa on at the plug. <laughs> so, welcome back for this special episode. And our first toofter is going to be our favourite condiment. It is. It is. So, as always, carrying on that tradition of scraping the barrel. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Pie, what would you say is your favourite condiment? <laughs> oh, so we are being included in this. <laughs> Okay, uh, um, I hadn't even thought about it, you know. Again, off to a great start. Is this also going to be a tough one? (laughs) What about horseradish? Is that a condiment? That's that's out of left field, that is. Um, I feel it is. It is? Yeah. Okay, I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) That is not my favourite. I'm quite partial to um, a little French mustard. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. As a kid, I used to get French mustard and English mustard mixed up. They're so different, though. Yeah, and you don't want to have your English mustard all over a good steak. No. And I used to do that a lot as a kid. No. Um, I mean, we're not going to go down the salt and pepper route, are we? Obs. We have to. <laughs> Why? That's like that's like saying who's the best footballer of all time, but we're not going to include Ronaldo and Messi. <laughs> Ronaldo and Messi are the salt and pepper of the condiment world. Yeah, but is salt and pepper... Is it, is, is, it's just a UK thing, isn't it, surely? They don't... I don't think pepper's ever been tried outside of the UK. In fact, I think it was discovered here. Nobody, nobody imported pepper to the UK. No, but... And salt. It doesn't... You can't get it anywhere else. Look, it, what, what I mean... What I mean to say is it's a stalwart of, of the English or the British dining table, isn't it? It, it Salt is. Salt pepper. But and I don't it, think it is across the most of Europe. And I don't like, believe so. And last time I checked, we were both from England. <laughs> yes. So, I'm sorry, is this, is this our favourite condiment when in Spain? <laughs> well, no, because that would just be red sauce, wouldn't it? Red sauce. Yeah, not tomato sauce. It's just that cheap red sauce, isn't it? I stay in classier places in Spain than you do, obviously. Where they refill up a really old Heinz tomato ketchup. Or it's a plastic thing in the shape of a tomato. Yes. Yeah, they're good. They're good. Okay, so your favourite condiment, and it it can involve salt and pepper if you want. Okay. And I've nailed it straight away. French mustard. French mustard. Yeah, that's for me. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah, I feel loud. I feel that's a good one. I feel that's a good one. Um, then I, I am actually going to be base, I think, because for me it is between salt and pepper. Really? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, 
<laughs> what okay. sort of pepper? You're not talking of the uh, bog standard white white pepper, are you? I'm not. No. Are you, um, going, are you going more peppercorn? It's it's black cracked peppercorns. Okay. Yes, but I think salt is going to have to take it for me. Really? Yes. So I was never into to salt until <laughs> <laughs> this is why this is why we do these. I was. <laughs> <laughs> You're never was, into salt. Never into salt. <laughs> I'm going to use that in your obituary. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was. He was a good guy, but he was never into salt until recently. And now I put it on everything. But it's it's not just it's not just your normal salt. It's again the cracked um, sea salt. Sea it? salt. Okay. Quite heavy grains of salt when they get in in the. If you have a slider, sometimes if you get a special salt grinder, you can decide how um, coarse you want it. You do know it's not very good for you, don't you? I do. Okay. I do. And you don't, you shouldn't have to add salt to any food. There's enough salt in natural foods. Okay. So it's just a bit of a warning there. A bit of a tip. Thank you, Mr. Pie, health expert. <laughs> Dr. Pie. Um, I I will have you know, as you know, actually, mm-hmm. I, I ran a half marathon at the weekend. Yes. What, what, what did you do, Mr. Pie? Um, I went to Starbucks. Yeah? Okay. Well, I was powered by salt, so, and I got round. So oh. I'm, I'm going to go with salt. 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 Okay. Yeah. I feel that that is, um, I feel that's acceptable. Okay, okay. Well, don't forget, there's, th- there's three three of us here today. Indeed. So, Alexa, what is your favourite condiment? I like it when people tell me I have nice cheekbones. I think you've misunderstood. I think you've misunderstood what we asked there. Do you want me to try? Yeah, sure, you go for it. Alexa, what is your favourite condiment? I like it when people tell me I have nice... Again, again, <laughs> I feel like you've you've got that wrong, Alexa, but we'll... We'll put that down. We'll mark that down. So it's uh, undecided. I think we're, we're gentlemen. We'll we'll let Alexa get away with that one. So next one is a good one, though. Next one's a good one. Okay. What or who? Who is your favourite England footballer? <sighs> that is a tough one. It, I genuinely think this is a tough one. We could be it? here a while on this one. We could. Yes. So we better <laughs> smarten up. Um, favourite England footballer. See, I've, I've kind of got a favourite one for each period, each decade. That's not gonna. It's not gonna wing it in Toofter, is it? It's not. Um, but if I was pushed to have a quick answer, I'm not pushing you for a quick answer. I've I've got nowhere to go. I'm happy for you to thrash this one out. Do you remember when we did favourite dinosaur? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we actually spent probably quite a while on that one, so I feel like we can go further on this. Um. I think from an entertainment value and from a skill value. <laughs> I don't know if the microphone picked that up, but Mr. Pie is very hungry. <laughs> okay, from a skill from a skill point of view, did you say or entertainment value? For both. Right, okay. Yeah. And for being quite unique uh, for this particular time period and not a sort of typical England footballer. Of you know managers haven't typically picked. You know where I'm going here, don't you? I don't. You I don't. Don't, I don't. No. I think I would go with uh, Paul Gascoigne. Okay. Gaza. Okay. Yeah. I think because he was the he was Mr. Entertainer, wasn't he? Well, he was. Yeah, and he he was nuts. He was nuts, but that's what I quite liked about him as well. Yeah. And that, the goal he scored against Scotland in 
Euro 96. Oh, it was a classic. A classic. Um, and I, I would struggle to to beat him, really, as an England footballer. I mean, I'm not going... Clearly, I'm not going down to uh, the most goals, etc. and uh, those counts. But for entertainment purposes, and at that time of my life of... Because I went to a Euro 96 game. Did you? Did you go? No, I was... <laughs> Were you very I was, young? I was too young to go on my own at that point. So I didn't... Uh, no, I didn't go. Even though, obviously, there were some matches in Nottingham. There was. I think it was Turkey. Did Turkey play? Croatia. Oh, uh, I can't remember who the other people Turkey. were. It might have been Turkey. I remember it wasn't the choice no. nations uh, at the time. It might have even been the Czech Republic who ended up in the final. Well, I remember um, suddenly realising that Euro is going to be in this country. I thought, why not? I'm going to try and get a ticket. I haven't thought about it. And um, chose a quarter-final game at Wembley, not knowing who it was going to be. And it ended up being England. Wow. And it was England-Spain. Yeah, which and went to penalties. Was, and it was nil-nil. <laughs> but, but at least you got to see us win on penalties, which is a very, very rare occurrence in English football. Yeah, and it was the famous Stuart Pearce... Yes. Penalty. It was, yeah, because he'd missed in 1990. Was it 1990? It was 1990. Was it 1990? Okay, yeah. 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 And he went, obviously, he went crazy when he scored. He did. He did. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I'd go for I'd go for Gaza, I think, overall. Okay. All right. Then, again, I think this is a tough one on my side as well. Um, Gaza is a great shout. Mm-hmm. Um, not really especially loved by me due to his shenanigans in the 1991 FA Cup final when he played for Tottenham against Nottingham Forest. True. Well, um, I can echo that because they beat uh, Notts County in the sixth round and he should have been sent off that game. He should have been sent he, off against us as well then. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, do you think you'd have uh, then gone on to, to get to the final <laughs> from, from that? Uh, what, not? Notts County? Oh, yes. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, we, we would have won it. Would have been a forest Notts County final. Um, see, I... I'm thinking back to, like, I had a, a good period with England in coming into watching football in the late 80s, so 90 hits. Yeah. We're into the semi-final of the, the World Cup, and then after that, quite a dark period Yeah, in which not really much happened. So I would say 1990 is my, like, key period of, of developing, like, a, a favourite. And Davy Platt? It, well, I mean, he did score a spectacular volley. He did. Um, but no, I'm going to be really, really obvious with this one and go with Lineker. Okay. Just because watching Italia 90, watching him score basically nearly all of our goals and just knowing that when he got a chance, mm. more than likely he was going to stick it in the back of the net. I'm going to go with, with, with Lineker. And I think... He's also turned out, because obviously we see him on TV a lot, yeah. and on Twitter he's quite vocal. He is quite vocal, yeah. Turns out to be quite a nice guy as well. Mm. So his legacy hasn't been tarnished or ruined, and so he remains... Mr. Nice Guy never booked, was he? I, I think that was one of those one of those kind of... Was it a myth about him? And he did get one yellow card. Really? Was he, was he oh, never, ever booked I, in his I, entire I, career? And I don't think so. He definitely wasn't sent off, was he? But no, I don't, no, I don't he think wasn't. he was booked. Okay. Yeah, good guy. Was there at my formative time. Right. And he would be my toofter. Your favourite England footballer. Yes. Yeah. I feel like that wasn't as funny as favourite dinosaur. 
<laughs> Which is still is still my favourite. Okay. Star. Okay. But it could be funny because we could see what Alexa thinks. This is true. Um, joke machine Alexa. <laughs> Who would be your favourite England footballer? My favourite England footballer would have to be Freddie Flintoff. Again. <laughs> not, not quite on point. No, not not quite there. There is at least a ball involved. True. Okay, true, true. so do you want to try again? Favourite England footballer, go. Okay, maybe Lewis Hamilton then. No, not, not quite there. Not even a ball. We're getting further away now. Okay, final shall, attempt. Shall I try? Sure. It worked so well last time. <laughs> Alexa... Who is your favourite England footballer? Oh yes, sorry, sorry chaps. My favourite England footballer is actually Frank Bruno. He was great. He was great. Um, one, one, of, of, one, one of the best. One of the best. One of the best. I think um, Golden Boots at, at three World Cups. Is he not knighted? I think he is, isn't he? Quite possibly. I mean, just one of the absolute best midfielders? Strikers? Knock, he was knocker. He was, he was great. Okay, then we're on to our final toothter of what could possibly be the final ever podcast we ever do. So let's make this a good one. Mr. Pie. <laughs> Surely you can take this one first. Your favourite hobby. Okay, our favourite hobby to end this. Um, now, this is fairly recent for me. Okay. Um, and it, and it's, it's quite an easy one. It, it's chess. Chess. My favourite hobby at the moment is chess. Like, I fucking love chess. <laughs> okay. So, nothing funny at all. You swore. That's in oh. India now. Not We're not allowed to have our podcast in India. God damn it. <laughs> uh, I'll bleep it out. So, yeah, no, no. Like everybody else, I watched The Queen's Gambit. Um, got obsessed with chess. Haven't played it for 20 years. And now I cannot stop playing it, reading about it, watching YouTube videos, and then losing. Okay. Apart from when I play you. <laughs> Uh, have I have I ever beat you? No, no. That's because I'm old school. If it was a proper chessboard, then I think I would. I mean, I have proper chessboards. So after this, if you'd like, if you'd like to give me a game, were you in the chess club at school? No, I was. I was. Uh, I was too cool for that. I, <laughs> you were in the chess club at school. <laughs> I think there was. Had chess been invented then? <laughs> Yeah, yes. Um, I enjoy chess. <laughs> good. I'm not, I'm not very good at it, though. We, we'll play a game after this while we wait for our um, kind of infamous <laughs> after-podcast pizza. Good. Um, okay, so that, that I, feel, I feel like we've gone out on a, on, a whimper, on a whimper on mine, so I hope you've got a really good hobby to go out on. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't really have a hobby. Oh, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> I don't... I, I can't. What 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 can be a hobby? Buying things for Mrs. Pie. <laughs> well, that's a good hobby of yours. Yes, uh, I used to have a hobby when I was a boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what was your favourite hobby when you were a boy? <laughs> Fishing. Okay. I used to like to fish. And what happened to that hobby? Um, I grew out of it. You grew out of fishing. <laughs> I feel like fishing is an old man's sport. And you did some Benjamin Button shit with fishing. And you actually <laughs> liked it when you were a kid and then grew out of it when you were an adult. I'm not, I don't really have any hobbies though even now, apart from um, 
you know when we were picking these earlier why didn't you tell me I've got nothing for this one this is the last thing we're ever going to do on the podcast I'm going to cut into here you saying um, masturbating in public and we can end on a bang um, you can't say uh, reading about whiskey a hobby can you reading 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 okay is that, that a hobby uh, I don't really read though I don't, yeah. <laughs> it's not a hobby is it a hobby. A hobby is something you do I can't remember I don't read a book I do read on the internet so your <laughs> so your hobby is the internet <laughs> which which I did I did enlighten you earlier this evening that Google is 23 years old did you Google that <laughs> And one day, no, and we were being very, um, very old, old manish and saying, we remember before Google, yeah. if you wanted to find out something, what would you do? Well, you'd either ask someone or go to a library. <laughs> or go to a library, yes. Yeah, crazy days. <laughs> Although saying that, we had the same chat earlier because our daughters are similar age, uh, 19 and, and 20. Yeah. And... Their first thought when not knowing something is not to Google it, it's to dad it. And they basically just... Either FaceTime or text and ask you, what is the answer to this problem that they have? Which is good and bad, I guess. It's nice that they think of us as as Google, but all I will do is then Google it and then reply with the answer. Yes. So, yeah. Okay, so... Is that my hobby then? The internet. The internet. I think it is. I think it has to be now. That's that's just brilliant. Okay. (laughs) So I wonder if Alexa can pull us out of a a hole here and end with something good. On a high. On a high. Come on, Alexa. So Alexa, what's your favourite hobby? My favourite hobby is to not be on this podcast. Well, (laughs) that's just harsh. That was just very, uh, very harsh. Do you want to have a second second attempt? No, I'm bored now. Please off and put me back in the cupboard. That was worse. Okay. That was worse. So We're supposed to be celebrating the Bourbon Gents here. I mean, I feel like the only people that celebrate the Bourbon Gents are me and you. <laughs> so that, that does bring us to the end of a, a three-year wait for a podcast. So I hope... Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed that as much as we do. It was good to be back. <laughs> Thank you to all seven of you. Three and uh, a half that are left. Oh, yes. Three and a half. And you've probably already followed us on social media. So is it even worth me asking? Nobody anymore? listens to the end of podcasts. <laughs> nobody. You could say something violently racist here and nobody would ever know, Mr. Pye, because no one listens to the end of podcasts. Please don't, though. <laughs> I would never, obviously. Um so please follow us on social media. We're out there. That sounds like you're begging. <laughs> um, I need, we need to get up to double figures, really. Yeah. So again, that marks the end of, of the podcast. Uh, Mr. Pye, thank you very much for your company tonight. Indeed. And you, sir. And oh, I almost forgot, we need to say thank you for all those people who did send in those final two to ideas. Yeah, we do. So, um, especially Mr. Phil Parker. 
who um, resides in Australia. He sent us quite a few, so thank yep. you very much there, Mr Parker. Yep, and thank you to everyone that sent us um, those uh, nice voice clips. There's a few that we didn't play, but thank you to... Um, Some were quite rude, weren't they? <laughs> Some weren't suitable for a podcast. So thank you to uh, to Malcolm, to Aidan, and to No Nonsense Whiskey. Yes. Um, whose name is Vince, right? Vinny? Vince? Did I make that up? <laughs> V, I call him. Okay, so to No Nonsense Whiskey uh, and to everybody else that's ever contributed to our podcast or our website, um, thank you very much and here's to the next five years. Thank you. Good night. <laughs>